Which one of us is more dumb? Millennial versus mum. Hey everyone, Emer McGuire here. The podcast you're about to hear is a recording of myself and my mum having a bit of crack a little while ago. You see, I recorded and put this podcast together for fun. Kind of something for me and my mum to do together. And I never really thought seriously about putting it out into the world. But with recent events like COVID and lockdown, I honestly just felt like I needed more laughter in my life. And I thought I'd share the laughter with you all too. Thank you to my mum for being such a good sport and actually letting me do this. What a legend. I'm basically putting this out there as a pilot episode. If it makes you smile, laugh, reminds you of your own family banter, if you enjoy it, please subscribe and leave a review. If people like it, I'm going to try and convince my mum to make more. She is a nervous wreck at the thought of me putting this out there, seriously. So please show us some love. The Millennial vs Mum podcast is good old-fashioned family banter and I really hope listening to this makes you smile as much as it made me smile to make it. Enjoy. Right, Mum, you finished your tea. We're going to start recording here. Right, I'm almost finished. I'm very nervous, you know. But there's no need to be nervous. But I've never been on the radio before, Emer. Mum, it's a podcast. What's a podcast? <laughs> I hope you're not taping this. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. <laughs> Hey mum, can you tell me something? How do you fold a fitted sheet? Emer, can you tell me how the Facebook lets me send a tweet? Hey mum, can you fix my jacket? The sleeves are way too long. Emer, can you fix my email? It's locked, my password's wrong. Which one of us is more dumb? Millennial versus mum. Hi everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Millennial versus mum. I'm your host, Emer McGuire, and I'm joined by my very own mother. Do parents know best or do millennials know better? Find out as we go head to head in episode one of Millennial vs. Mum. Alright mum, we are officially good to go. Are you ready? Can I blow my nose? <laughs> <laughs> Millennial versus Mum. Mum, maybe we should start off by introducing ourselves because I'm very aware most of the people listening will have no idea who we are. Do you want to go first or would you like me to oh, go no, first? Oh no, you go first, Amy, you lead the way. So everybody, I'm Emer Maguire. I'm 26 years old and I live in Belfast. I work as a couple of different things. I work in a hospital in the neurosciences department as a speech and language therapist. And I'm also a science communicator. So I talk about fun science at festivals or on the radio to anybody that'll listen really. I host a BBC Radio Ulster show called Science and Stuff with Emer Maguire. I'm also a singer-songwriter and I write all things from the theme tunes of this podcast and my radio show to comedy songs to good old-fashioned love songs. Being born in the 90s, myself and my three siblings are very much millennials. And after my mum introduces herself, we'll get into the nitty-gritty of what makes a millennial. So go on mum, tell the world who you are. Right, how do I follow that? I'm Anne McGuire. I'm not 26 years old. I'm a lot older. Do you want to reveal your age? Well, I suppose. I'm what, 57. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm not a good sign think. when you can't remember. I know, that's the problem. I'm starting to forget things very, very easily. My job is I'm a nursery teacher. I've been teaching since 1983. I taught um, in a secondary school first for a few years and then moved to nursery. And... Um, I don't know how much longer I'll be able to 
Hipporkund. But <laughs> I don't know what the end of that sentence was going to be. I don't be. know either, but <laughs> age and tiredness is catching up with me. But anyhow, I'm uh, married with four children. Emer, of course, being uh, one of them. <laughs> uh, two girls and two boys. Emer's the second in the family. I like to sing. Singing is one of my pastimes and I'm a member of the local Straban Chamber Choir. And I've been singing since I was no age. Hopefully that's where Emer got part of her talent from. You'll so have plenty of things to do once you retire. Plenty of things to do. Plus so. you'll also be a, a guest host on Millennial versus Mum. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Hopefully. If this goes in a way half well. <laughs> <laughs> Millennial versus Mum. So how did I come up with the idea for the Millennial versus Mum podcast or why did I want to make the podcast? Mum, you didn't really know what the podcast was or what it was about until no. about seven minutes ago. I haven't a clue. I don't know what I've left myself on for, so Amor's trying to explain to me. The reason I came up with the idea for the podcast is because for the past three and a half years, I have been the youngest person in my office at work. And members of staff sometimes would be talking about things that I hadn't heard of or events or saying words that I hadn't heard of. Mm. Some of the members of staff that you've met, like lovely Liz. And I found out that a lot of times I was the one helping out with computer issues or talking about viral stories that I found on social media. And I found it very strange that some of my colleagues weren't on things like Instagram and Facebook. So I did notice kind of an, almost an age divide. And you are the same age. As yes. those work colleagues? That's right, yes. <laughs> so I thought there must be quite a lot of knowledge that you have that I don't have any idea about. And I also know that you put the word the in front of words like the FaceTime and the Facebook. So I knew there's probably information on the digital age that I have that you don't. Right. And I'm not saying you're officially in the older people category, but you're... Oh, but we are. But you're in the older <laughs> than me category. So I thought yeah. you probably have some great stories and great things to teach me. So hopefully those things will come out uh, during this podcast. Because there's this mix of knowledge in different areas, the point of the podcast is to see if mum knows best or if millennial knows better. Uh, what would be your instinct? Would you assume that you would know more than I do? Be honest. No, I wouldn't say I do. But I mean, we just know different things from a different slant. And it is a generational thing. And if you don't know something from one generation, you'll try to learn more about it. But it's more difficult. The younger you are learning something and acquiring knowledge, it sticks with you more and you understand it better. It's like children learning to speak. So um, that's really it in a nutshell. Millennial versus mum. So before we launch into our quiz to see who actually knows better, I thought we should maybe talk a little bit about our respective generations. So firstly, I am a millennial. Uh, mum, do you know what a millennial is or how would you define it? Have you heard that phrase before? I have, yes, Emma. I'm not that slow. <laughs> <laughs> I've met people who have never heard it before. The millennials are the babies who were born in the 90s. Okay. Not, not right, but not wrong. Uh, according to the Pew Research Centre, a millennial is anyone born between 1981 to 1996. Really? Yes. Right. That early. Yeah, no, I think that's quite old. So, yeah. so that's anybody at the minute. Uh, in 2018, who is between 22 to 37. Right, yes. So it's quite a big span. So I would consider myself and my siblings to be quite young millennials. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, Sean, my youngest brother, he was born in 1996, so he just about made it into the millennial generation and avoided moving into the next generation, which is Generation Z. Generation Z? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the post. That's an actual name. That's the, yes, because some people actually call the millennial generation Generation Y. 
Mm. And the generation between you and I is Generation X. So yes, Generation Z is the generation after me and the rest of the siblings. But the name Millennials kind of stuck instead of Generation Y for us. And one of the most defining features of being a millennial for me is coming of age during the rapid advancement of technology and the internet. Yeah. Smartphones and social media and everything that came with them. So that's my generation. What generation would you say you belong to? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Dinosaur <laughs> generation. <laughs> Well, you know, we're the 60s, so um, the late 50s, uh, early 60s, so I don't know if there's actually a name for that. So, I don't know if you believe this, but technically you are a baby boomer. Am I? Mm-hmm. Have you well, heard that phrase? I had four right enough, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to know about that kind of booming from you. Um, you are a baby boomer, a young right. one, but uh, a baby boomer non- nonetheless. I usually think it's quite an American phrase, but Has. baby boomers were born from 1946 right. to 64. Oh, gosh. Again, Pew Research Centre. And right. baby boomers are currently in their early 50s to early 70s. Right, I fall um, into that category. You do just about, so you're quite a young one as well. Baby boomers came along in post-war times when there was a boom in birth rates, hence right. the name. And they are generally seen as well off. They were the first real group to come of age alongside TV. So whereas I came of age alongside the internet and social media, mm-hmm. you were the first real group to come of age alongside TV. So think Watergate, First Man in the Moon, Live Aid, The Beatles. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. baby boomer times. There's actually quite a few studies that look at the differences in brains between millennials and baby boomers, which I'm quite interested in because of my interest in neurology. But if this goes well, we can talk about the, the brains in episode two. So that's probably enough about who we are and why we're doing the show. Yes, yes. Will we jump into the quiz? Oh, we will, surely. Now, I know you're not quite au fait with what we're doing. No, I'm not. But we are going to have a quiz to see who knows best, millennial versus mum. Which one of us is more dumb, millennial versus mum? So we are going to start with a word definition round. We're both going to ask each other the definition of words that we think are specific to our own generation. Right. Don't panic. I know they're not in front of you. Don't panic. <laughs> right. And we're going to see who comes out on top. Are you ready? Yes. So we're going to start with millennial definitions. I'm going to ask you words right, and I okay. want you to tell me what they mean. Oh, right. I think they're millennial specific words. Right. So we're going to start off with the word salty. Salty? <laughs> yes. As in salt? As in salty? Yes. S A L T Y. 10 points for spelling. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, if you put too much salt in your butter, it's, it's very salty. <laughs> well, what does it mean in the millennial sense? Do you know another meaning for that word? Uh, something leaves a better taste in your mouth. Very, very good. Not quite right, but not quite wrong. I think we'll give you that. Don't you really? Well, I guess that. Someone who is being quite bitter. Right. So, so give me a sentence with it in the right context, the millennium context. Have you seen Mean Girls? No. Right. So Mean Girls is kind of a cult millennial film. It is to me anyway. So uh, Regina George, the main character, says to this girl, oh, I love your skirt. And then she turns to the other girl and does a kind of vomit signal. So her saying she loved her skirt was her being salty towards her. Being catty. All right. Salty. Right. Uh, hangry. What does hangry mean? Um, well, maybe it's, you know, I don't know, Raymer. Could you guess? Well, 
Maybe if you live in Texas and you're hungry. <laughs> I'm hangry. <laughs> I feel like you should get a point for that because that was a very inventive way to think uh, about it. I really don't know. Close. Very, you're very close. Really? I mean, not... You're hankering after something. No, no, it's right. not hang- not related to the word hankering. So you're right. I know some millennials that work with me. I must ask them, do they know what these words mean? You know some millenniums? Millennials. <laughs> <laughs> millennials. They will definitely know some of these words. So right. hangry Make is a, a combination of, okay. of hungry and angry. All right. What does it mean? I'm so hungry, I feel cross. Yes. Really? Yeah. Right. Uh, catfish. That's a very well-known one. Catfish. Oh, goodness. <laughs> What does it mean? Catfish. I I don't know him. I've heard of it. You have heard of it. And I know when you tell me, I know it. I'll give you a clue. It's a TV show. Yeah. Was that not it? It's a TV show. It is. (gasps) Yes. Yes. Mm, Catfish. It's where, um, oh gosh, where they set somebody up to be Mm -hmm. caught out. They are trying to catch, catch someone out, out, but the person they're trying to catch out is the catfish. Right. Why are they a catfish? What are they? What have they done? Well, they're a slippery character. <laughs> like, a, <laughs> like a fish. It's a slippery character, boys. And they're snicked like a cat. Well, not Although always. I love cats, so I don't know why I said that. <laughs> you can be a catfish or you can catfish someone. To catfish someone is to trick someone into a relationship online by pretending you're someone else usually by pretending that you're someone hot you know using somebody else's pictures bigging yourself up saying things about yourself that aren't true right you understand right (laughs) do you understand (laughs) yeah so for example if you say you fancied someone on facebook Uh you might take pictures of of the internet of, or, yeah, or of me. <laughs> or, <laughs> and then put that as your picture and pretend that's you right. to lure people in. Right. Because I think you're very attractive. Yes. Or you could put up your own picture, of course. But to, to be a catfish, <laughs> you need to try and trick someone into it. Right, Mum, after our first millennial word definition round, you are in the lead with a grand total of one point. Millennial versus Mum. Okay, so it is your time to shine, to come at me with some older words. Right, right, right. Uh, but these are really, really older words. Emer. Yes, Anne. Do you know what um, a mantilla is? Definitely not. Do you not? No, I've never heard that word in my life. Gosh, we used to wear mantillas going to mass. Are we allowed to talk about religion? <laughs> Is it, um, yes, yes. Is it, um, like a robe? Uh, no. <laughs> it was a head covering. It was like a net covering. And you actually would still see, maybe in processions in Spain and that, or people uh, going on pilgrimages, you know, in Lourdes and mm-hmm. that, they would have a black mantilla or a white mantilla. It was like just a net scarf and it was placed on top of the head. I've never, ever I've never heard, heard that. that I don't even think I've ever seen it. Um, a choke. To choke someone? Or no, a necklace? A choker? No, no. Is it related to a car? It is. How did you know that? 
Well, because I do know a wee bit about cars. Years ago, you had to pull the yes, choke. Yes, yes. There was a choke in the car, and it was like you had to pull it out mm-hmm. for the engine to start. You know, when you turned the key, obviously, at the same time. Pound I, is. Sorry, I just need to give myself my point yeah. there. Pound um, is. Does it mean money? No. <laughs> is it a measurement of how much meat you would get in the shop? No. Could you put it, put it in a sentence for me? I've never heard that before. Would, would you eat up your poundies? Oh, <laughs> potatoes. Is it potatoes? Yes. Potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Don't be giving yourself a point for that. <laughs> okay, right. For goodness sake. Well, Mum, you know what? That's actually the end of the word definition round. And because you very harshly will not give me that point, that means we're currently drawing at one point each. Gosh, I have other great words there too, but anyway. They could be for episode two. Right. Because this is going so well. Do you think? <laughs> Nobody's fallen asleep yet. <laughs> Which one of us is more dumb? Millennial versus mum. Okay, so we are going to move on to a general knowledge round. Right. I've come up with some millennial general knowledge questions. Right. And a lot of people, older people that I know, right. including yourself and a few other people, have come up with some general knowledge questions for you to ask me. Right. First one. Who broke the internet in a photo shoot with Paper Magazine back in 2014? (laughs) I don't even understand the question. (laughs) Would you like me to ask it again? I'll do, yes, yes. Who broke the internet in a photo shoot with Paper Magazine back in 2014? I don't know, haven't a clue. Which bit of the, the, the question is confusing you? Who, well, <laughs> where With, do I start? You know, who broke the internet? Like that's like something you'd say at home. Who broke the internet? <laughs> <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> okay, so they're probably well, the paper magazine. <laughs> Did they have it? <laughs> Right. <laughs> so, like the phrase broke the internet means a story that went crazy or went mad. Everybody was talking oh, about it. Yes, right, right. The story broke. That's what <laughs> well, you mean. No, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, oh, who, right, who right. broke the internet? They appeared in the magazine um, wearing pearls and gloves and with their bum out. Does that help you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I wish I'd seen that. <laughs> you probably don't because love it... she Male belo- or female. <laughs> female. She belongs to a very, very famous family. The royal family. <clears throat> no, more famous than that. Well, depends what you think of as famous. Are those Kardashians? Yes. Yeah, right. Who's the main one? Kim. Yes, it was Kim Kardashian. Right. Now, you don't get a point for that. No, that's But okay. that was good. That was good. Read the question again to try and get my head around okay. the wording of it. Just keeping score here. Who broke the internet yeah. in a photo shoot with Paper Magazine back in 2014? Right. Do you understand the question? So I don't like? understand with Paper Magazine. The magazine is called Paper all right, you see, <laughs> that's what threw me. That's I what thought, threw you? Like, okay. naturally, a magazine's paper. <laughs> <laughs> You're too quick for this. Um, this next one, you, I would assume you'd know, know at least some of the answer because we watched this when we were younger. Name all the members of the immediate Simpson family. 
Bart. Very good, yes. Homer. Uh-huh. Um, oh, what do you call the wee girl? Um, L- begins with L. Oh, gosh. And I know the mother's name. Bart, Homer, Lydia. No, she's not Lydia. <laughs> Lydia and Springfield, <laughs> USA. <laughs> Bart, Homer, Madge. <laughs> Who's Madge? <laughs> March. <laughs> Madge and Lydia. <laughs> Scrabble and Simpsons. Lease. Lease? No, I'm giving you a funny right. prompt. <laughs> Lisa. Yes. Are there any more immediate family members? You've left one out. There are five family members. Right. Um, the last one is a baby. Oh, I don't know what you call the baby. Maggie. Maggie. But you know what? I'm going to give you a point give for that because me, that yes. was that was good. Yeah. We're nearly finished your questions. You'll be happy to hear. Because mm-hmm. you're not doing no. great. No, I'm not doing great at all. <laughs> Have you heard of the hit Netflix show Stranger Things? No. Okay, you get this next one wrong, but I'll ask it anyway. Name the creature at the centre of the hit Netflix show Stranger Things. Um, what? Do you want to hazard a guess? Snake. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like one of the most famous things Netflix has ever made. Uh, <laughs> a kind of sci-fi I don't like blockbuster. sci-fi hate sci-fi and you think they're going to call the big creature <laughs> snake <laughs> the demogorgon is the name of it I thought you meant what kind of a creature <laughs> well, it could be a snake called demogorgon <laughs> t- yeah the type of yeah. creature is a demogorgon what's it look like um, it changes form throughout the show it starts off quite small and quite cute but it's very sluggish does it ever look like a snake no. Right, okay. No, it doesn't. In a viral dating story in 2017, what did a woman throw out of a window during the date? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> did you not hear the story? No. We must move in very different circles. Mm-hmm. Have a guess. It was a viral story, right. so it must have yes, been yeah. something people liked hearing about. 2017, what did a woman throw out a window during a date? The man. (laughs) Her date. No. Have another guess. Um, The computer. I don't know. No. Okay. So I'll tell you briefly the story. So there was a girl on a date with a guy. Right. They were in his house. She had to go to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom. Disaster struck. She did a poop in the toilet. (gasps) Oh. Right, and what? And the flush didn't work. What would you do in that scenario? I would go out and... I would get a basin or something. <laughs> <laughs> and right? And throw it down the... Down the, down the basin. <laughs> to flush it away. But or the water to would just get higher and higher and it would be floating. Was it blocked? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it was <laughs> I would go out to my date and I would say if you're worth your salt <laughs> could you help me out here <laughs> well what the girl did she didn't do that well, she reached for it and threw it she out the window she reached for it 
She fished it out. Oh. She threw it out the window. And who did it story, land on? The story oh. didn't end there. It actually fell in between the two individual slats of glass in the window. So she went in to retrieve it. She became stuck. <laughs> <laughs> she had to call him. He had to call the fire brigade. And they had to smash the window to get her out. Oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> Did she have a second date? No, no, no. But apparently they're still friends. Apparently they are oh still my friends. Lord. Um, now, it's your turn to ask me your mum questions. Well, they're not mum questions at all because they are ancient questions when I look at them. These are questions asked by somebody a lot older than me. <laughs> now, to really? be fair... Because I asked other people, but they're really Victorian, actually. You were given a lot of help with coming up with these questions. You were given yes, help. Yes, by people a lot older than me. <laughs> no, no. Well, the only person older than you was Granny. Was your granny, yes. And then also my aunt and uncle. Oh, gosh. Mary and Michael came up with a lot of questions. Rachel, if they're mentioned. Um, and my work colleagues, Liz, older. Jackie, Claire and Lauren. They're not they, older than the same age as me. They also came up with the questions. Mm-hmm. So you've got a plethora there. So would you like to go ahead? Well, we'll start you with a very easy one. Okay. Name the four members of the Beatles. Um, yes, that is a very easy question for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, not my generation, obviously. Um, but Paul McCartney. Right. John Lennon. Yep. Ringo Starr and George Harrison. Oh, for goodness sake. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, so that's one for me. Name the first cloned sheep. That's a very easy one. Oh. Do you know the answer to this? Yeah. Dolly. Yeah. Do you know why it was called Dolly? Why? Uh, well, can you think what celebrity it was called after? Well, the only one I know is Dolly Parton. Uh-huh. So the sheep was cloned from a mammary gland. Right. Which is a breast. Yeah. Um, and the researcher said, I think something quite sexist, but something about Dolly has the best, either the best breast or the best mammary glands that I know, so let's call the sheep Dolly. Emma, where do you get your <laughs> sources of information? Not from you, you obviously. <laughs> exactly. Name two presenters of Romper Room. Again, something I have never... I've never heard of Romper Room again. Mm-hmm. Sounds a bit seedy, doesn't it? Is it a bit seedy? <laughs> no, no, no. It was a children's programme. <laughs> a Northern Ireland children's programme. I've never heard of it. Um, yeah, Miss Adrian and Miss Helen. And at the end of the show, they'd hold up this mirror as, you th- as we thought as children. You were sitting at the TV screen and she had this mirror. It was obviously a um, handheld mirror, but it was there's no mirror on it. You could just see her. And she was looking through it, who she could see. And you as children were all sitting glued to the screen of the television, thinking she could see us. And you were oh, hoping well. she'd call your name. She said, I can see Emer, I can see Mary, I can see uh, Louise, I can see John, I can see Patrick, I can see Andrew. She flipping will hardly ever said, <laughs> I can see Anne. <laughs> and you're always waiting with bated breath to hear it. Um, your granny again. She was talking about stockings. <laughs> uh, what kind of stockings were worn before nylon? I'm not sure what that means. Are stockings not... <laughs> Those things you, people wear with suspenders? Yes. But Your granny wore them? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean like people who perform. <laughs> <laughs> is that not what they are oh yes she was a um, great performer <laughs> she'll die of a heart attack um, when she hears this no, no, no but I'll, before I'll, tights women all wore stockings 
That's what they what were. Are they just stockings like, were just like fishnet things, or no? <laughs> they would have had. They came up to the. There was no top in them. And if people couldn't afford stockings, do you know what they used to do? The stockings had a seam down the back, like, you know, a mm-hmm. line, which was, and the high heels looked really, really well. And if they were going out for the night, they would have taken a charcoal pencil and drawn a line down the back of their leg. Oh, I think I've seen pictures of things like that. For the stockings. Wow. So the nylons came after the war. Do you know the first people who brought them? The American soldiers. Would have brought them over to the girls in Ireland. See, I had heard a story once about nylon was created to be something, I don't know if this is true or not, to be something that wouldn't rip or ladder as much. And mm-hmm. I heard that it was named nylon because when the creators were on a flight either from America to here or whatever, they combined the name New York and London to make right. nylon. I don't know if that's true. Gosh, it sounds good enough anyway. That's, I must look that up. I also heard once that it was called something like Neuron or... Something along those lines. And the creators thought, no, that's not catchy enough. Let's call it Nylon. I mean, to me, Nylon isn't a catchy name either. So I don't know which of those is the true story, which of those is the correct story. And there must be more to it. But in terms of what stockings were made of before Nylon, I would have no idea. I could only guess, um, I don't know, cotton? <laughs> I have no idea. Silk. Silk. Silk stockings. Wow, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. Mm, wasn't that? That was a good question. Millennial versus mum. So that's actually the end of our millennial and baby boomer specific general knowledge questions. Uh, but mum, I thought we could end with kind of a potluck general knowledge round just to see whenever it's not specific to either of our generations, who would come out on top. Questions have been pre-prepared for us and put into this plastic jug. The questions by and answers have been selected and written out by somebody else, an anonymous okay. adjudicator. So neither of us have seen any. Stop trying to look at the answers. Neither of us have seen Where these. Where's the answers on the back? The answers on the back. So we'll take one out and we ask the other person the question, cover the back of it and right. then turn it around. It'll be okay. interesting to see if the person asking the question knows the answers. Right. Which one of us is more dumb, millennial versus mum? Do you want me to go first? You go first. I'll go first. Okay, I'll pick a random question from in the middle here. Don't look. Okay. Okay. Very annoying because this is a question I know the answer to. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish you had chosen this. What is a group of crows called? Oh. You know this. I I know this. It's not a raven, a crow's, that's a... <laughs> a raven is a different animal? Raven, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is a group of crows I was 11 years old when I learned that. <laughs> did you learn that in school? Yeah, we did. We learned all those. It's too long ago since I was 11, so I can't remember. Pass? But I do know it and I'll be raging. I know you do. I know. What's the first letter? M. You'll oh, get us straight away now. I know. M. I haven't looked at the answer yet, but I'm oh, pretty, just I'm pretty tell certain. Me, just tell me. I give up. Murder? Oh, for goodness is sake. It? Yeah, it Murder? Is. Yes. I can't believe you learned those in school. Yeah. My favourite one is a group of unicorns. A blessing. Well, I've never heard of that. You've never heard of that? No. Blessing. Oh. This is so easy. I wish I... I, wish I <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, of course it is, yes. I wish I got this. 
Who directed the famous psychological thriller Psycho? I've never seen Psycho. Have you not? I've never ever seen Psycho. Oh, goodness. The only thing, I, the only thing really I know about it is not where the yeah sound right. comes from. Yeah, because uh, I make that sound sometimes. I've never seen the film. You make that sound? Hi. Why? Like if I walked <laughs> behind somebody in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Do that too, God. No, I don't. <laughs> Do you know, or like if we're walking behind somebody slowly behind an alleyway. Right, okay. Um, is it the same person who directs that film, either Birds or The yes. Birds? Yes. Hitchcock. Yes. What's yes. his first name? Um. Hmm. <laughs> you have to have the whole name. Do you have to have the yes. whole name? Alfred. Yes. One oh, for me. For goodness sake. One for me. Whose turn is it? You have to ask me. I don't know if you're going to know this, Mum. I doubt it. It's a car question. Oh, dear. What is the English translation for the name of the German automaker Volkswagen? (laughs) (laughs) Are you familiar with? Volkswagen. Um, Well, a wagon is, I mean... For the folks is folk, people. It is. So it must be people's wagon, people's car. Correct. People's car. That's a people car. People's and car. That's why a lot of the ones now are called people carriers. It is. Yep. Excellent. Yep. Right, Amor, what is the name for the upper arm bone found in humans? And I hope this is right. You're going to be a lot of people complaining. For people listening who don't know this. I do have a master's degree in clinical anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) So I would expect... And I do not have one in general knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously this should be an easy question for me. Yeah. Humorous. Oh, very good. Now, my question for you. Right. Don't look. Oh, Wish this had been a question for me. Who wrote A Brief History of Time? Come on. (laughs) This has been the easiest question so far. Oh, your man. Your man? (laughs) Stephen Hawking. (laughs) Stephen Hawking, that is correct. Well done. A point for you. Oh, you're getting easy ones. Which French novelist wrote the book The Hunchback of Notre Dame? I didn't know this until recently. Did you not? Mm-mm. I've never read that book. Right. I've seen the movie, yeah. the Disney movie, so I didn't know naturally who wrote it. But you know, recently I did the presentation or that show on the science of music, and I did quotes from famous people about music. Yeah. And I did a quote, and it was something like, music expresses that which cannot be said, or something along those lines. Right. It was longer than that, and it was by Victor Hugo. So I googled Victor Hugo. And he is the author of The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Very good, Emer. <laughs> millennial versus mum. So we have come to the end of our very first millennial oh versus dear, mum. Oh not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've done pretty well. Who, who, who do you think won? Oh, you, of course. Do you know what? It was actually really close. So we got one point each for the word definitions. It ended up being 2-1 to me for the generational general knowledge and 3-2 to me for the general knowledge round there. Which one of us is more dumb? Millennial.
Millennial versus Mom. At the end of the first episode of Millennial versus Mom, it's six points to Millennial and four points to Mom. Do you know what? It could have gone either way. At that general knowledge round at the end, that was pure luck of the draw. So join us for episode two of Millennial versus Mom to see if my mom can avenge her defeat. If you enjoyed episode one of Millennial vs. Mum, keep an eye out for episode two and the rest of season one. You can also find out more on emermaguire.com forward slash millennial versus mum. That's E-M-E-R-M-A-G-U-I-R-E dot com forward slash millennial versus mum. You can also follow me on Twitter at emermofficial, on Instagram at emermaguireofficial and on Facebook at emermaguire. I've been Emer Maguire. I've been mum. Aka Ann. <laughs> <laughs> AKA? Yeah. Do people say Aka? No. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do now. Hey, Mum, can you tell me something? How do you fold a fitted sheet? Emer, can you tell me how the Facebook lets me send a tweet? Hey, Mum, can you fix my jacket? The sleeves are way too long. Emer, can you fix my email? It's locked, my password's wrong. Which one of us is more dumb, millennial versus mum? I think I'm going to turn your levels up a bit because for some reason now you're quite quiet. Could you just count to five for me? <laughs> you think I'm stupid? <laughs> oh, that's one. <laughs> Next door's going to think I've gone nuts. <laughs> Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is terrible. Millennial versus mom.